0: Mobile banking
1: requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA, member FDSE. Hello, Husker fans. Welcome to episode 252 of the Husker Football Fan Podcast. I'm Mike Harvat. I'm Justin Swanson. In today's episode, we preview Saturday's matchup between the Nebraska Cornhuskers and
0: the Purdue Boilermakers. You can find us on the web at huskerpod.com or by searching Husker Football Fan Podcast on Facebook. You can also connect with us on Twitter by following at Huskerpod or email us at huskerpod at gmail.com. This episode's brought to you by Central Nebraska Buffalo. Check out their website for their latest deals. That's cnbuffalo.com.
1: Also brought to you by Monty Brody with Pinnacle Realty in Lincoln. Looking to buy or sell a home in Lincoln or know somebody who is? Reach out to Monty at 402 770 3356. Justin, I think um, there's a phenomenon with. By weeks that happens in Nebraska. Right. Yeah, what's that? I think we cram so much activity into the oh weekends yes. that yes. where we're supposed to like enjoy having a quote unquote week off, <laughs> we end up like running ourselves ragged and just like, okay, let's let's get to another game day.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. I think that is that is me that is us my family to a t Mm. i'm exhausted how about you yeah i'm feeling it i've had a
1: full weekend uh preceded by a full week so here we are it's game week again
0: it is yeah well so what did you do with your full weekend with your uh taking a break from football
1: well in in addition to uh so i've been i've been playing music at uh a new church lately. So that's been nice, fun. That's cool. Um, but then in addition to that, I, uh, I have a side gig where I'm editing weddings. And so I spent <laughs> a good portion of my weekend editing a wedding. Um, You're talking
0: about the video footage specifically. Yes. yes. You're not uh, like a wedding planner.
1: No, no, that's a, that, thank you for that distinction. I do not uh, read people's order of worship and decide. no, 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 no. You guys aren't going to wash <laughs> each other's feet. That, that's <laughs> something we're not going to do. <laughs>
0: I'm producing on the fly.
1: Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's kinda taken up a lot of my time. It's a uh, busy season. I'm uh, you know, in the in the course of three weeks I'm editing three different weddings, so it's uh it's a lot, but it's fun. I enjoy it. And
0: uh, Pays the bills. Yeah, I recently was
1: able to pay off this MacBook purchase with the Job I'm doing, so that's kind of oh, nice. nice. Yeah,
0: that's a good feeling.
1: Yeah, it's self funded at this point, it's all profit. So, love it. Yep, anyway. How about you? I heard you're doing some uh outdoor work.
0: Yeah, we've been putting off this actually. We we looked at the bye week in the summer and said this is going to be the day we put up the fence. <laughs> so, had a couple of the Swanson friends. family work day. Yeah, we had a couple friends come over who are uh were huge helps and. We got we got most of it done. There's still a good chunk that needs to get done, but I could probably do it on my own at this point. Like right they got on. me through the key. It's it's a metal fence and so there was some like you know, some stuff that you just needed two people. Gotcha. Um, but that was a that was a really long day. And then I did the Hazie Sunday, so recording Monday. I Did that yesterday, which there was th- thunderstorms forecast. There was we
1: got more rain in one day than we do in some months. Yeah. For those of you who are
0: out of town. (laughs) And as I crawled into bed late Saturday night, I was like, oh, please let this thing be canceled. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I woke up and it wasn't. The storm had backed up by like an hour. So got started and got about, I don't know, half an hour in before some rain started. And then maybe uh, another, so I was like eight miles in when it just started pouring. Yeah, And then there was a couple thunderclaps. And so they just, they just called the race right there. Mm -hmm. Um, They had like all the, the police that were helping and all the coordinators, just all the volunteers being like, get off the course and seek shelter. And of course, like most people, at least at my point, you're like, Oh, I'm more than halfway through. And this is a point to point race. So, uh, I'm just got best shelter for me is at the finish line. I right. Think. <laughs> so, but I think there was like a 32nd period where it was, it was either sleeting or hailing. I'm not sure. Oh, gross. Like, what, what the technical dividing line is, but it was, it was a pounding, driving, hmm. intense rain. And then, Uh, you know, bless the pink gorilla crew. I mean, what a logistical nightmare to have people all spread out like that. Yeah. But I think they handled it well. They always do a good job Mm -hmm. at everything they do. So anyway, uh, wild, uh, one of the more wild race experiences I've ever had. I bet. (laughs) You're bringing me back. I didn't watch any football this weekend. Not one, not one game, not one play. I've seen some highlights since then. And I checked on Twitter a few times, but nothing. How about you?
1: Uh yeah, no. I was too too busy for it. I mean I've had a couple of things on in the background, but uh yeah. Did not sit down and watch a game this weekend.
0: I just didn't I just didn't need it.
1: You know, I I mean let's be honest, as Nebraska fans, I I would venture that we are not alone in just needing a break from football in general this past mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Um you know, like, I'm i die diehard Nebraska fan. I'm not giving up on this team. I know some people, um, you know, they draw a line in this end. They say, I'm not going to support the team again until something happens. I, I can't stand that. You know, I'm a lifer. <laughs> uh You know, it probably harkens back to Danny's voicemail a few weeks ago where he was saying, you know, like, are you going to support this team or are you just somebody who is only interested in wins? I mean, obviously we want wins, right? But just because, you know, things aren't looking so hot this season, they didn't go according to the script that anybody um, planned out ahead of time. um, I'm still going to be engaged this weekend, still going to be watching my team, cheering them on. Hoping that uh, we can spoil the <laughs> spoil the the week for the team that spoiled Iowa's season, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah.
0: Well, I think that's uh, it's as good a transition as any, Mike. Right. So we we don't have any game to react to. We didn't do. Uh, there's no runs of reaction line to play. So let's just get to Purdue. Sounds shall good, we? man. Yeah. All right. Purdue overall SP Plus is 40th. Offensively, they're 67th. Defensively, they're 23rd. And special teams, they're in our neck of the woods. They're 101. They're sitting at, uh, what, 4-3 and three here with uh, some tough losses to, to Big Ten teams and Notre Dame. So they beat Oregon State, who's 58th, 30-21. Uh, to 21. Then they went to Connecticut, who is 129th out of 130, that's that's pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> they beat them 49 to zero, so they they handled business the way they should. Then they lost at Notre Dame, 27 13. Notre Dame's 14 currently in SP plus. Then they beat Illinois, who's 87, uh, 13 to nine. I think that's a nine. I think that's what my handwriting says. And then they lost to 20, uh, number 23 in Min- Minnesota, 20 to 13. So that's a tough narrow loss and then they beat Iowa number 19 24 to 7 and f- before losing this last weekend 30 to 13 to Wisconsin who is an SP plus darling at number 6 I don't understand it despite yeah. being 4 and 3 um they've got a really good defense so anyway uh, that's it's just kind of it's quite the season i mean losing they haven't scored a lot of points this year you know outside you take out that 49 to 0 victory at UConn, the second worst team in the country and you take away the 30 to 21 win at Oregon and you've got they scored 13 13 13 24 and 13 points since then. Mhm. So not not super productive. Here, let me let me go through some stat leaders for you. Sure. Uh the season started out with Jake Jack Plummer At quarterback, and uh, Jeff Brom is really committed to rotating guys in. But right now, Aiden O'Connell is the primary quarterback. He's currently thrown 120 uh, completions on 172 attempts for 1,318 yards. That's a 69.8% completion rate, averaging 7.7 yards, seven TDs, but eight interceptions and ten sacks. So uh, he had, I think, he had three sack, three uh, interceptions in the last Wisconsin. So vulnerable there. Uh, their running back, like they just don't really run much. That's never really been a big piece, uh, piece of their arsenal. They don't, I think last year we might have held them to negative rushing yards or maybe single digits. Mm. Uh, I'm going to show how much attention I've paid to Purdue. I don't know how to pronounce their running back's last name, but it looks like King Dure, uh, 75 attempts for 289 yards. That's 3.9 yard average, which is, you know, about as low as you can get and still be getting a first down on three carries. Uh, a long of thirty-one and one touchdown. At wide receiver, I mean David Bell's the man. David Dude, Bell had.
1: Is David Bell forty years old? Like, I, I mean, I feel like he's been around, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's been around for a long time, and then Rondell Moore before him. They overlapped for a little bit. Uh, explosive dudes. Rondell's you know gone. I'm. I'm what?
1: realizing we're probably going to be saying that a lot next year because there will be players that we will have seen That's five
0: true. times. Yeah. <laughs> David Bell has 44 receptions for 712 yards. That's 16.2 yards a catch. Jeez. With a long of 60 and four touchdowns. Um, Payne Durham at tight end has 32 receptions for 336 yards, also four touchdowns. That's a 10 and a half yard average with a long of 50. And uh, Milton Wright has a couple of touchdowns. And TJ Sheffield has a couple of touchdowns. Those are both wide receivers. So they want to throw the ball around. David and Payne. Uh, It sounds like a hipster toy store are are the primary (laughs) (laughs) targets there. Um, Mitchell Finneran, Finneran as their place kicker. He's 17 of 18 on PATs, um, 10 of 12 on field goals. Looks like he missed a couple in the Hmm. thirties. Jalen Alexander, the linebacker is the leading tackler with 32 total tackles, a sack, uh, four passes defended and a forced fumble. You look at sack leader and that's George Karloftis who has two and a half sacks on the season and 13. Um, Oh, I misread some of these stats. Jalen Alexander has 52 total tackles. Karloftis has 20 total tackles. He also has defended a couple balls and forced a fumble and recovered a fumble and he he recovered a fumble for a touchdown. He is really disruptive and is probably going to be a problem for us off the defensive Mm -hmm. end position. And, um, Marvin Grant at safety is the second leading tackler with forty forty tackles on the season, a couple passes defended. So um so that's that's the overview.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh they're coming off a real solid beatdown against Wisconsin.
1: Let me tell you, I am so glad that we're not playing them. <laughs> after they beat Iowa. Um, I'm glad they have a loss that they had to sit on this past week before playing us.
0: Well, not only that, but they played Iowa and Wisconsin back to back. Yeah. Right. Right. That's a good point. Um, They, uh, Wisconsin was so dominant running the ball that Graham Mertz, their quarterback was five of eight passing for 52 yards. (laughs) Their leading receiver is Jake Ferguson with two receptions for 23 yards. So Uh, Wisconsin did not need to pass the ball to be successful. Now I Hmm. think they've got a pretty good offensive line, although it's not a vintage Wisconsin offensive line and they don't have, they don't have Jonathan Taylor in the backfield or Melvin Gordon. So um, all that to say, Wisconsin ran the ball down Purdue's throat and I know that's what Nebraska wants to do. Maybe this is the day step gets back in to the lineup and makes makes his impact known because if, yeah, I think Brahm even said that today. He said we want to make it so they have to pass. We want to shut down the run. And they've got a pretty decent defense. I mean, they, you know, the numbers might not show it, but they're shutting people down and they've got they've got to feel good about where they are, especially I think this is their what what is this, their third or fourth defensive coordinator in as many years? I think they found someone that's a little bit better after getting rid of Diaco.
1: It's a low bar to set. <laughs> That's not fair to the guy. <laughs> not not
0: saying much, yeah.
1: But anyway, yeah. I don't know. It's a it's an interesting matchup. Um, and considering uh, what we know our weaknesses to be at this point, um, it's a difficult game to like. I'm looking at ESPN. They got the FPI giving us a 749 percent chance of victory, and mm. I'm just like. That seems like overconfident to me. I could see this team showing up to try to spoil our hopes for getting to the bowl. You know, I I just this is rough, dude. This is hard hard game to anticipate
0: what's going to come. I mean, it's if we're still talking about bowl hopes, which are obviously still on the table. Mm-hmm. It's a must win. Yeah, absolutely. We've, we've been saying that for a few weeks now. But uh this is a must must win. But, I mean it's You know,
1: folks, I know some people like to wait until the last minute, but this is it. This is the last minute. What's that from? It's from UHF. Oh, okay. I showed much more restraint this time quoting UHF on this
0: podcast. You didn't scream. Yeah, so you know, if we want if a bowl game at six and six is still our primary goal, we have to win three of four. And if we don't win today well, even if we do win today, we've got s p plus number six, Wisconsin, number 19, Iowa, and number, number one, Ohio State, according to SP plus. Wait for wow. us. So, you know, um, the odds of us winning three of those seem minimal. The obvi- odds of us winning two of those, which is what, you know, we have to do if we beat Purdue, seem minimal.
1: Yeah. Yep. But I'm still holding out hope. Hey, if Purdue can beat Iowa, we can beat any of those.
0: Yeah, I feel like. I feel like we match up okay against mm-hmm. Iowa. And I feel like, you know, if any year was a year, this is the year for Wisconsin. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully Taylor. <sighs> <laughs> did, you just, <sighs> did you just do it? I'm even looking at his face right now. You know
1: what's funny is just how ingrained Taylor Martinez is into not just our psyche, but just like college football psyche. How often do you hear television commentators say taylor instead of adrian it's so weird that was like 10
0: years ago man i know so we've learned in the last week that adrian was more banged up than we realized for the minnesota game and that's why he was uncharacteristically timid and i think he had negative rushing yards that day and Mm -hmm. it helps explain a little bit of his performance so uh I wonder, uh, wonder how he's going to be. I wonder if he's better. Yeah, it's interesting,
1: though, because you, you hear about that stuff after the fact, and it's just it's kind of like, man, is there that much of a gap between him and number two? Like, is, is that really – like, we'd rather play a completely – I don't want to say Hob- – Hobbled? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we want to play a not 100% Adrian Martinez versus any of our other options. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, apparently the answer is yes.
0: I mean, he's a fourth-year starter, mm-hmm. so he's forgotten more about being a college quarterback than Logan has ever known at this point, I'm assuming. Yeah. So, and in the second half, I don't know what adjustments were made. It worked, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He lost. Yeah, we just got dominated in the first half and never recovered. So, It uh, it could happen. We could win. I think we will. I think we'll
1: be Purdue.
0: I think we'll be Purdue. I think, I think we I need think, to
1: be Purdue. <laughs>
0: I think they've just got to be real and man, and mm-hmm. just a couple of physical, physical games, and we're coming off the buy. I I don't know. I feel like I'm tempted to say we have all the motivation in the world, but I don't understand how this team is motivated.
1: I think I think the team has more resolve than we've seen in a while in Nebraska. Like I'm actually not worried about that. I think, Hmm. I think these kids are going to show up to play. Um, The question is, is are we going to see them actually continue to progress through the end of the season? Because we started to see that kind of halfway through, but then we kind of ended before the bye week on a sour note that kind of left a lot of question marks up in the air. You know, I think if they come out and, I don't want to say make a statement, but, you know, if they come out and they're healthy and spry and just do the job this weekend, you know, I think you're going to see some guys getting that uh, getting that spark thinking, hey, let's spoil somebody's season here and uh, try to make this work.
0: Well, and if we do get the win, just looking back at SP+, that would be, they're the overall 40th team. I'm going skimming through here to see where Northwestern is. I'm guessing that is by far our best win of the season. Hmm. Northwestern's currently 79, so, <laughs> yeah, if we could get a win. Right now, everybody who, if you you get the, uh, well, we had three close losses to top 10 teams. Yeah, and who have they beat? Northwestern, Fordham, and Buffalo. Hmm. Yeah. Not exactly murderers row. So yep. Yep. We, we, we need to start winning some games here. Mm-hmm. Buffalo's ninety sixth overall, in case you're wondering. It's well time. It's time to get some wins.
1: Yep. I was about to say it's time for us to do our score prediction.
0: Yeah. yeah. I suppose it is.
1: I've got a I've got one queued up. You need a second?
0: Um No, go ahead.
1: All right. Um I don't have the most confidence in our offense these days um i do want to see more points on the board than this but i'm going to be conservative i'm putting nebraska 24 17 over
0: purdue 24 17 all right i had just noticed that uh they've scored 13 points they being purdue have scored 13 points one two three four times so i'm going to guess this is the 15th and I think we see some running success and can move the ball and play some ball control offense. And it feels like a bigger win, a bigger uh, margin of victory than it mm-hmm. actually is. I'm going to say 28, 13. Okay. That'd be great. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be tickled <laughs> to see such a result.
1: Right on. Hey, 2:30 game. Has that happened so far this year? I think it's all been either 11 o'clock or in the evening.
0: I can't even remember anymore. <laughs>
1: yeah, at least uh, we had some night games this year. That was that was like two years ago? Or like yeah, every we had a whole series game, of them. It was yeah, awful. You're right. So I'll take two thirty.
0: The dentist's favorite time. <laughs>
1: 2- is this where we now talk for fifteen minutes about dentists? No, and wait to say, hey, wait. Speaking of, don't we have a McClunky winner? Don't we?
0: Yes, we do, Mike. The winner is. Jeremy Talcott, who uh, was the first to correctly say Han shot first, guys. It's a Star Wars reference. Mm-hmm. But it's a niche Star Wars reference.
1: Right. So if you are not familiar, um, McClunky is an added piece of dialogue to the latest iteration of A New Hope, um, which is the first Star Wars film. Uh, when they added it to the Disney Plus streaming service, for whatever reason, um, now... Greedo says, shouts the word McClunky before he attempts to shoot Han Solo in the cantina. Um, from w- my, It is my understanding that McClunky was added before George Lucas left Lucasfilm. Really? So,
0: but why I am guess I technically
1: lie? it can be considered canon. <laughs> huh. For me, I only read the NPR radio drama play, screen, whatever you call it, the screenplay thing. What do they call it? It's a script. It's called a script. It's a screenplay if it's a radio drama idiot.
0: Oh, oh. Don't be so hard on yourself. Okay.
1: Mike, you're not dumb. You just talk dumb sometimes. Um, yeah, but there you go. Some Star Wars nerd stuff for you.
0: So, Jeremy, if you're listening, and I know you were last week, can you DM us your address and I will send you it runs a Runza combo coupon.
1: You know, it's starting to get chilly. It's a good time to start making use of those coupons
0: for chili mm. and cinnamon rolls.
1: Dare I call into question my my status as a Nebraskan? I don't know, dare you? I'm I'm not a big chili and cinnamon roll guy.
0: You know, I don't think we had it growing up. I don't think it was a thing in Millard. Yeah. Do you remember, remember
1: it? it be like chili and cornbread or something.
0: No, no. Seriously, though. Do you remember it? I don't no, remember it. From... At all. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. But. Okay.
1: Anyway, um, thank you so much to our sponsors, Central Nebraska Buffalo and Monty Roadie with Pinnacle Realty and Lincoln. Um, appreciate them sticking with us just the way you all stick with the Huskers um, through thick and thin, they have been awesome. They have been a huge support of what we're doing here on the podcast. So, if you want to support us, we're not going to ask you for any donations or anything. We're just going to ask you to support our sponsors. So that well, means, we did
0: ask them for donations to the charity trophy.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, like, we're not asking you to put in our pockets or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catching yeah. um, gotcha. what? Uh, yeah, so at at the end of the day. The way you can support us is by continuing to buy Central Nebraska Buffalo products. And uh, if you are in the market to buy or sell a home, uh, reach out to Monty Rohde. We would appreciate that because that's a way of directly or rather indirectly supporting our podcast. And we appreciate it.
0: We do. With that, Mike, should we just keep it short and sweet?
1: I like it. Just like a cinnamon roll that you dip in chili for some reason. Do you dip it, or do you just eat them separately? Like, what, how do
0: you eat that stuff? Eat to each their own. Yeah. You can dip. Do you you dump can, it? like, rip and dunk and, like, dual, you know, fork it in. Do you,
1: do you dump it, like, biscuits and gravy style? Like... I have not done that,
0: but yeah. you could. Yeah. You could let them just reside next to one another in the bowl.
1: I'd rather just eat the chili and then, like, ten minutes later have the cinnamon roll.
0: It's, it's that... Sweet and salty combination. It's a one-two punch in your taste buds.
1: You know, my uh, my old pastor used to have a bowl of Skittles mixed in with M&Ms.
0: Was it as like a mean joke? or? No,
1: actually, it wasn't bad. Because like, if, if you didn't expect it, it was probably a shock. But like, <laughs> he, he kind of pitched it as, think of it like you're eating a Tootsie Pop. Huh. And I was like, you know what? That kind of works when you're ready for it. You know? But if you're not ready for it, it's like when you drink water expecting Sprite or vice versa. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, right. we, we just said let's keep it short and sweet. So let's. let's keep it short and sweet. Hey Mike, go big red. Go big red.